0: Out there, everyone, Welcome back to the Creative Collegiate Podcast, this is uh, your host Saeed here, by myself on this podcast, doing a solo podcast, um, another album rankings, so this is my third time doing this, uh, I feel like I'm getting better with each time with these uh, solo podcasts, so hopefully you guys are enjoying this and you like what I'm doing here, again, uh, going through the coronavirus, still going on, am still at home, quarantining, um, staying in our homes. So, I'm trying to come up with new creative ideas to do podcast uh, for our listeners out there. So, this episode, I am doing another album rankings. I my first one was Kanye West. Uh, the second one, I did Jay Z. So, if you guys are fans of those artists, or you just want to hear my opinions on those those uh, albums for for those rappers, go back listen to those. Those are two of the greatest, most prolific hip hop artists of all time. And now, for my third time around. I'm doing another one of the legends of hip hop. Uh one of the greatest rappers ever, uh Nas. So uh Nas is one of my favorite rappers ever. Um he's right up there with Jay. I mean Jay Jay's my my most favorite rapper. Uh but after Jay Z it it's, it gets close between Nas and Kendrick Lamar and uh MF Doom about who who's like my my second favorite uh, rapper all the time, so uh, Nas is right up there with them, um, and I'm pretty familiar with his discography, uh, I've listened to every Nas album, uh, some albums I've only heard a couple times, or maybe, you know, just didn't go back to them uh, that often, um, something else I want to try with this podcast, doing this album rankings One, for people that are not fans of Nas, or just not fans of hip-hop, and listen to our podcast, because we do, we do talk about a lot of different things and that's something that we want to try to you know pinpoint where what our listeners like the most so i want this podcast to also be a little i guess educational for people that are not big hip-hop fans that listen to our podcast but want to learn more about hip-hop because i don't want to just sit here and talk about uh rap if our listeners don't really care for it so hopefully um Hopefully you you enjoy this, but for those that are also not a big fan of rap, I wanna I wanna try to make this more educational and talk about these artists and what makes them so special, what makes them great. So that way, that way, if you are a fan of hip hop, you you know what I'm talking about already, and you can enjoy my rankings and uh, have your opinion. But also, if you're not a fan, I, I can, you know, try to make it more enjoyable for those people, too, where they can get something out of this. So that's uh, my goal for this this podcast, and I'm going to work on that and see how it goes here. So, uh, all right, let's get it going. This is my uh, my rankings of Nas uh, Nas's albums, starting from worst to best, like I've done my other ones. I'm doing only his solo albums, um um yeah, this this start. Uh let me do a little bit of background on Nas for people that don't know, like I just said I'm try to make this a little bit more educational as well. So Nas is a um MC from Queensbridge, New York. Uh one of the the boroughs of New York there. He came up uh in the early nineties, he started making a name for himself. He uh was on a couple of featured artists or a few he had a couple of featured guest verses that that really uh, had his name buzzing in the streets in New York, um, off the uh, live at the Barbecue" verse off uh, with Main Source. Um, what was the other one he did with MC Search? Um, can't think off the top of my head, but he was this teenager. He was this this teenager from Queens Queensbridge Projects uh, that kind of came out of you know nowhere with this this gift and this lyrical ability that had people going crazy, um, at that time, he was, you know, he was thought of as the next Rakim, and Rakim, uh, was like the, you know, the guy in the 80s, uh, um, that, you know, took hip-hop to a new level with his, with his, uh, lyrical ability and, and his flow being, he took, Rakim is a guy that took hip-hop from more basic ABC rhymes, to really um, intricate flows and and uh, multi-syllable rhyme schemes that that at that time you know it was something groundbreaking. Uh, so Nas kind of came in with that same type of style where he's has these complex rhyme patterns, but he's also doing it in more of a street more with more of a street way, uh, more of yeah just more street with the with the content which appealed to a lot of people and, and uh, in New York in the you know early early mid 90s, you know that whole um, mafioso rap was starting to take off um, just that you know that type of you know hip hop was expanding from just rapping about having fun and partying to be more more complex and storytelling and and not really took you know got a lot of attention off of this so. So uh, he was held as the the next rock him, um, he was just a teenager. He was this this teenage prodigy, and and his debut album, uh, which came out in 1994, uh, Illmatic, which uh, you know of course I I'll, I'll talk that's up there on the list. <laughs> you know, it was gonna be number one already. I'll just tell you guys that. Uh, but Illmatic was you know this debut album that was highly they regarded. Um, highly anticipated by everyone and when it came out it shook up the game it's to this day still still recognized by many as the greatest hip-hop album of all time um one of the most influential albums of all time um everything from the 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 album cover to the the songs it was one of the first albums to feature different producers uh before then it was just one producer and one rapper and, and that was it um, it featured all the greatest producers at that time uh and, and it just you know it took over and and it was so it was so great that Nas uh never really I don't want to say he didn't live up to it because he had a lot of great albums uh after Illmatic and people overlook but people overlook those albums that came out after Illmatic because Illmatic was so um you know so groundbreaking and uh was like I think the first album to ever get a five mic rating from the source. It was, it was, Harold did as like an instant classic, uh, a masterpiece of an album. So Nas, all these other albums that came out after this, people, or uh, he never really quite lived up to the, the hype of that first album. And of kind of sucks that uh, recently Nas said, uh, I think a couple months ago, when he celebrated the anniversary of Illmatic, like the 25th anniversary, I think it was, or uh, yeah, like the twenty fifth anniversary of Illmatic, uh, Nas said uh, how he he kind of hates that album now because he every every year he celebrates the anniversary and he's tired of celebrating that album. You know, uh, it's kind of a gift and a curse with with, with that album. Uh, so um, uh, yeah, man, I just <laughs> going on a little bit, but I just want to bring up Nas's background uh, and tell people about Nas before I get into the list and um, and uh, his place in hip hop. Um so let's get it going, starting from number twelve. Um uh, and number twelve I have uh Nostradamus, which by uh by many people is considered Nazi's uh, worst album. That's um don't wanna talk about much of that, you know, it's it was just spat all around now was in a in a different headspace at that time. Um I think that album got heavily bootlegged, I wanna say, so um the material on there wasn't anything anything special. Uh, l- lyrically, Naz is always going to be pretty good. Even on his worst albums, he's lyrically going to ha- have his moments. But uh, the concept of being, you know, the Nostradamus and, and predicting the future, he's trying to be a little bit experimental. It just didn't work out. So, so uh, I think most people will agree that that's his worst album. Uh, number 11, I have Nasir. Which is his most recent album? That was the album he did with, uh, with Kanye West a couple years ago, two years ago. That seven, those seven track albums that Kanye was doing with different artists. Last um, year, I heard. I mean, I heard it a few times when it came out. Short album, so it was easy to listen to a few times to get uh you know get get my thoughts on it. Uh, underwhelming, especially for um, artists of that caliber. A greater rapper is Nas is and a great producer that Kanye is. You expected more. I mean they had a they had a few songs on there that, that were cool. Um uh was it uh, cop cop, uh, cop shot the kid. I think that was with the Slick Rick sample. That was that was a pretty good track. Uh Bonjour I liked. Um but it wasn't anything special. Um short decent songs nothing spectacular um out of that those albums that kanye was making at a you know it was kind of more of the afterthought. i think that was the last one he made and that one wasn't very good as far as i mean compared to the rest that came out during that time um so yeah that was his most recent album with kanye as a producer on it um beats were pretty good but a little underwhelming with the i don't know with the songs on there Number 10, this is actually one of the, one of the first albums that I really, that I heard from Nas was Hip Hop Is Dead when it came out. This came out in 06, and that's when I really started to get into hip hop more. Um, I was 15 at the time, so, so I was really starting to listen to albums more at that time, and Hip Hop Is Dead was actually one of the first Nas albums I heard uh, in its entirety, and at the, I had that, I actually bought that album, so... So, um, yeah, I listened to that, that album a lot when it came out. Uh, but as I got older, I haven't really gone back to this album. I rarely do. I hear a few songs off of it. Um, I mean, when it came out, I thought it was a good album. But that also, at that time, I didn't really know enough about hip-hop to really, you know, judge it compared to other, other releases um, and my music. Knowledge of rap has expanded so much since then. I've heard so many more albums since then. So at the time, I thought it was good, and looking back at it now, it's still decent. But I don't think this album aged very well. Um, it's been out for almost 15 years now. Um, it had this moments. I mean, it's a big, uh, big album title. "Hip Hop Is Dead," proclaiming hip hop was dead, it was very controversial at that time. I remember a lot of rappers had problems with not saying that, and people. Uh, People were, were taking it as he was taking a shot at the South. Like, he didn't mention anything about the South in and, and, and the album, but just at that time, the South was really getting attacked for their music and for for um, ruining hip-hop, you know, uh, so to speak. Um, and, and people just assumed that, that Nas was taking a shot at the South. So I remember a lot of Southern rappers were kind of mad about that. I think Young Jeezy was one of them. I remember hearing him in an interview, saying like, you know, the fuck, like, what well, does Nas really know? He's not really about that life or whatever. Because a lot of Southern music at that time was a lot of trap music, and uh, trap music was getting more popular. Um, so uh, uh, yeah, people just took that as Nas was taking a shot at them. Um, but I think it kind of you know it will keep pop up a little bit. Uh, Nas was one of, was one of the few rappers who can actually make that statement and and um and get away with saying that so to speak. Or he had the he had the the bravado or the uh, the reputation. He was by two thousand six. Nas had been a legend, so he was one of the few people that can say that and, and really, you know, really get away with saying that without totally being, being like, shitted on. Um, So, very, an album that had a very big statement It had some good tracks. Of course, uh, Black Republican was on here. Uh, his first collaboration with Jay-Z at that time, that was a heavily anticipated collab. Um, this is right after their beef ended, and they reconciled, and uh, uh, this is Nas' first album with Dev Jam after Jay-Z signed him uh, at that time. Jay-Z was the president of Dev Jam, and he signed Nas to, uh, to Dev Jam. So that was a big deal. I think this album um, was one of Nas's highest-selling albums uh, because of that. Uh, Black Republican uh, was pretty good. I mean, it was a little underwhelming a little for, for Jay-Z and Nas' collaboration. I liked their couple their collabs after this. I thought were better, um, but you know, Kanye still dreaming was a dope track. Um, Let there be light was cool. Can't forget about you was good. Uh, so he yeah, had some good songs, but a lot of skippables on here. Uh, when I go back to it, so so um, an album that I felt didn't really age that well. Has some good tracks, but nothing overly spectacular. It's uh, not a lot of classic those classic Nas songs on here. So. Uh, I have this down at uh, number 10 At number 9 I Got Streets Disciples Three disciple was an album That uh, I didn't listen to for a long time It was one of the last albums uh, From Nas's Discography That I listened to uh, A double album Every every legend has to do that double album At some point Tupac did it, Biggie did it uh, Jay did it And Nas had to do that double album of course If You know he's you gotta try it at some point um double albums typically never go that good um because it's just in there's too much too much filler on double albums uh, for the most part though this wasn't it doesn't have too much filler i've only heard this album as a whole like maybe once or twice there's songs on here that i've heard multiple times um I thought it was better than Jay-Z's Blueprint 2 if you want to compare, like, double albums to other rappers. Of course, not as good as All Eyes on Me or Ready to Die, but not Ready to Die. I mean, life after death. Um, but, um, again, you know, it had, it had I think, better songs than Hip Hop Is Dead, which is why I rank it one spot higher. Um, um, but uh, some, you know, some filler, but it has some good tracks. of so these Theme just a moment it was it was dope um, I like Natheris uh, Savage, uh, Three Disciple, um, there was some, there was some, tracks to say, bridging the gap with his dad, so it had, it definitely had those, those high moments on here, um, the rest of the songs are okay, um, but uh, I thought it, overall the music was better than Hip Hop Is Dead. So I just rank it one spot higher um, than it. So, so I think number nine is a good spot for it. A number eight, I have um, "I Am." Now, "I Am" was, I guess you can look at it as one of the the start of Nas's I like, downfall a little bit, where where he was trying to look at he was losing steam, and again, this is an album that gets overly criticized because you know so it had only been um, a few years after illmatic so people still had illmatic in the back of their mind and and they were looking at enough to keep releasing illmatic level music and and i am wasn't wasn't like that and it was just five years after illmatic came out which is still pretty recent now it's still super young at this point um he's only you know it's like probably mid-20s so People, you know, still expect him to to make classic album after classic album. By the time it, and when I Am came out, it, again, it wasn't, you know, he was living in the shadow of Illmatic, so it got, I think, overly hated, overlooked, but looking back at I Am, it's a pretty good album. Um, just looking at on a standalone without comparing it to his other his other albums, uh, pretty decent Um one thing that's always hurt Nas when it comes to some of his his albums is, you know, he's a great lyricist, a great rapper, great storyteller, uh, he's, you know, great. His production hurts his album sometimes, and I think this is one of the albums where the uh, the production starts to hurt it. Um, a lot of, like, eh, mediocre beats. The the highs on here were really good. New York State of Mind Part Two was really dope, almost led up to the original, um, Hate Me Now nah, Hate me now nah with Puff Daddy I thought it was a cool single I thought it was a good song um, Nas Is Like Again, classic Nas song Everybody knows Nas Is Like with Primo um, So he had He had those uh, All time great like Nas songs On here, these legendary tracks That live up to some songs On Illmatic, but overall as a whole um, I mean it's been a while Since I heard this album, but I mean, Favorite for a Favorite was good with Scarface. We Will Survive was good. That's when he was talking about Biggie and Pac and their death. Um, but then, not, like, Dr. Lockpool, not good. Uh, Kissing, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, like, eh. Um, I want to talk to you. Some of these, like, a lot of mediocre stuff on here, too. But the highs were really high. And and because of that, it it, it makes this album... Uh, pretty decent. So, album that gets often overhated lyrically is good. Um, production is and some points, but still has some great beats on here. But um, I had this that number eight, eight out of twelve. So right close to the middle. Uh, number seven I have uh, Untitled. Untitled. I think it's an underrated Nas album. I think this is kind of forgotten on, but has aged very well. Um, it's another album that when it came out I listened to a lot we don't know what the original title of this album was supposed to be if people remember correctly um but yeah I thought this album I thought the themes on this album were were pretty well pretty well executed um if you know you know what the theme on this album was supposed to be it was supposed to be around uh the n-word and and that's what the original title of this album was supposed to be but uh to the criticism or maybe a lack of it with marketing right and the labels uh, he ch- changed it to untitled uh, but we know what the real album title was supposed to be and I thought this album I think this is a good album um, going back and just looking at it I've listened to this album a lot that the I thought the production on this album was actually pretty good uh, I think it's actually one of announces better produced albums the the beasts on here Nothing too, like I said. On sometimes Nas gets hurt by bad production, but for the most part, I thought the production here was uh, very solid. I thought the themes were executed really good. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't like Nas was out. You know, it, it wasn't one-sided. He took a very good approach to making this album. I think people were expecting it to be very like black empowerment and. Kind of, uh, you know, more so just, just looking at it from one one side and and you know, not looking at not looking at uh, the other side of things and on a balanced perspective. But he had, you know, he he definitely he definitely executed. I think. I think, and and he did it from a pretty smart perspective of saying that you know it's not just you know obviously there's a lot of racism towards black people in America, but also we gotta look in the mirror and look at things that we're doing and and um, better ourselves. And I thought that was I thought that was well well thought out. Um, this is also this album came out um, in 08, which is um, the year. Obama became president so so it was uh... you know it, was, it came out at a pretty pretty important time in American American history and he had a uh, you know the last song on this album black president uh, was uh... you know a really really cool track really cool concept because again it was not just okay oh we got a black president let's let's celebrate let's um, you know just go crazy it's <laughs> You know this is, and, and you know you should celebrate it. It was something to celebrate, but he's also looking at it just because he's black. You know, it doesn't mean that he's gonna be, you know, always right or making the right decisions or always be defending us or, or defending black people or being or um, having our backs, right? Uh, so it was it was pretty. I thought I thought that was pretty good uh, the way he went about that. Uh, cool concepts on here. Um, Project Roach, I thought was a very cool concept. Uh, fried Chicken as well. I thought that was a that was a cool concept. Um, Sly Fox, I thought was really, really cool, really really good song that aged very well. Talking about the media and you know always watching they, they know everything. You see how it is now with social media, um, how big it is now. This I mean, at two thousand and eight, social media was just in its infancy. It wasn't. It wasn't that big yet and and uh t- i know fly fox was about how uh, you know little brother and or big brother always watching the government and and seeing everything we're saying and looking at and and those themes are a lot bigger now um uh nowadays so that that was i thought that was a very underrated now song that that uh, was ahead of his time um and uh yeah man that was after that, the album went along, it got better and better. Queens get the money. Very good intro. Uh, that was a, a 50 Cent disc The singles on here, not uh, the then where I didn't really care for the singles. Hero with kerry Hilson. Uh, Make the world go round with featuring Chris Brown and in, in the game that, and I didn't really care for that. And that's I think one that's one of nazis biggest weaknesses. He's not very good when it comes to making hit songs or singles. He has a few hit songs, but a lot of those came early on in his career um nothing was on you know nothing that that recent so um singles I didn't really care for but the rest of the album I thought was good outside of like maybe two songs on here I think this is an album you can play top to bottom and, and really uh, really enjoy so so underrated underrated album that I think that's aged very well it's untitled at number 7 at uh, number six, I got Life is Good. Uh, Life is Good is eight years old now. So it's actually pretty old now. Still feels like an album that uh, came out not that long ago. Um, but this, this is another album that that's also, that also I think has aged pretty good. I, um, I don't know why it's forgotten about a little bit very mature album um a little bit like Jay-Z's 444 where Nas is you know in a different time of his life he just went through a divorce so he's uh talking a lot about his marriage to uh Khalees and his divorce from Khalees and accepting you know that things that he did wrong and things that you know she also did and and just looking back at it and and the relationship and um and you know what happened. So something that wasn't, especially at that time, not a big topic of conversation in rap albums, divorce and talking about that. Uh, talking about his daughter growing up and being 18 and seeing your little girl become a big girl and now she's dating. She's dating boys and you know <laughs> you found her. Uh, you found condoms on her in her drawer and like oh your girl your little baby girl not a little girl anymore something that a lot of people can relate to a lot of fathers can relate to so uh that was that was a nice touch there album production wise this is a very good album Um, other than summer on smash i think that's the only really best song on this album i don't go back listen to this album often because i don't know what it is this is why i have it kind of in the middle here at number six um and you know at this point not all these albums are really good to great so so I consider it a really good album. Um, um, yeah, it's a really good album. Uh, Cherry Wine with Amy Winehouse. Uh, the Don has Nas lyrically is top notch. She's in peak form lyrically. Production is very good. Um, not a lot, of, not a lot of bad beats on here. All the beats are really solid. Um, great storytelling. Not how much more I can say about it. The I don't think it's a classic. Uh, just because I don't think people go back to it and look at this as a classic. It has a lot of really good songs, but doesn't really have those iconic songs that, that you need on an album to be, to become a classic. Um, but it's still really good. About, I kinda compare this as a very good, it's just a very good solid album that doesn't have a lot of like amazing out of this world tracks and because of that, you can't really say it's like a classic level album, but it's really good. Um, so that's number six, Life is Good. Number five, from this point on, I think we're getting to the borderline classic albums here. Uh, number five, I have God's Son. Uh, God's Son, um, really good, really good. Every track on here is, I mean, from a... From an MC standpoint, I think lyrically not is as good as it, it gets here, outside of maybe Illmatic. And it was written. Um, the The first I mean, Get Down, the intro is one of Nas's best songs. Made You Look, one of Nas' best tracks. One of his best singles, Last Real Alive. It's kind of talking about the the aftermath of his beef with Jay Z and some stories about you know. Biggie and Raekwon, very relieved, uh, revealing personal track. Um, I Can, one of his best singles, Booker Rhymes, really cool concept. Um, dance, after his, uh, his song about his mom, having one last dance with his mom after passing away. Very good song, a very good album, great uh, great tracks on here. Doesn't, I think this is another album that is hurt by the production. Uh I don't know. I just never. I didn't never like the cross a beat on the cross or, or zone out. I just again when I tries to, tries to make a song for the club or tries to, have that radio hit it doesn't always. It just doesn't always work out. Um. So again, album that's kind of hurt a little bit from its production. I think that's the only reason why this album's not a classic because of the some of the production on here. But if that you know. Other than that, I think this album is very, very solid, very, very, very good album. So I've gone That's number five and number four, um, Lost Tapes. Lost Tapes. Look, you know, the, some uh, some people rank this in his discography. Some people just look at it as like a compilation album that doesn't count. But I put it in here. I mean, I think I think it is like an album that. You know, solo. I look at it as a solo Nas album, and it's discography here. So I ranked it. I didn't put the lost tapes number two on here. I kind of actually kind of forgot about that. <laughs> um. So my bad on not ranking the lost tapes two, but I do have the lost tapes one on here. And man, this this is one of Nas's best albums, man. When you just look at look at the tracks. Look at the beats, the lyrics, um, the storytelling. Blaze of Fifty, Fetus, uh, Papa was a player, so the storytelling was amazing. Um, and then just Traxxum just doing his thing. You gotta love it. Purple, great production, smooth production. Um, I love the beats on here. I love the uh, I love the beat on Purple. Do Rags, um, No Idea original. Like this is one of those albums that. That the production on here is, I think the production on, on uh, the lost tapes is probably the second best out of all Nas's projects to Elmatic. Um, that's how good the production I, I think is on here, and this is why I have it so high. Uh, production along with the, uh, the, the the concepts from Nas is why I ranked it so high. This is a really good, really good song. There's a lot of songs on here I go back to and just listen to on a regular basis. Uh, I listen to Purple and I go back to that a lot. Blaze of 50, No It's original, Do Rags, a lot of songs that I, I think are some of the best best songs of Naldo's career. So, uh, got this, uh, got this at number four. Um, number three, uh, now from this point now I think I do think all three of these are classics. I do think the Lost Tapes is the classic album. Um, I mean I see it as a classic album I had the last I think the last tapes is as well and these top three are definitely uh classic albums <laughs> number three is stillmatic um, I think we know we know a lot about stillmatic it was obviously the, the album that had ether on it the infamous dis dJ uh, the, the jay z um, ether is of <laughs> course. A classic song and it's become synonymous with like any rap beef nowadays like you got ethered it became it became like a word like that its own v- word in the dictionary now like its own its own noun right e- you got ethered uh, so no more you know no need to explain that song or what that's about you sure already know by now uh, but not just ether that makes this album makes his album special one uh, Mike was on this album What of Knows is maybe one of the top five best Nash songs ever um, Second Childhood was, was great Rewind one of the dopest storytelling rap songs ever telling a story backwards only like literally only like a handful of rappers can do that and pull that off um, and it's just yeah, I mean, this pretty incredible skill, skill level to, to be able to pull that off, tell a story from, the, from the ending to the beginning and, and have it, you know, translate that well and make sense and all add up. So, uh, great song there. What Goes Around is one of my favorite now songs. There is some songs on here that, that, uh, I skip when I go back to listen to this album, um. Not a big fan of The Flyest with AZ. Uh, role with uh, A. Marie, and not a huge fan of that song. Um, smoking and You're the Manor. I mean, smoking is, smoke is good, You're the man is eh. So there are some songs on here that don't really care for that much, which is, you know, which is why it's number three on here um it's kind of funny i saw the reviews on this album and like the the critics review like metacritic is only 69 out of 100 so when this album came out the critic it wasn't critically acclaimed um uh looks like a lot of critics thought this album was average it's pretty crazy um i don't know what it was at that time what they didn't see or what you know i i think the production is is okay in a lot of aspects so I could see them criticizing the production, um, but still, like, st- 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 I don't know, man. Uh, maybe they're, they're the, the media was on Jay-Z's side of the beef, and they didn't want to give this album a, a, good, a good review. I don't know what it was, but it's not that critically acclaimed for being such a great album. I think the worst thing about this album actually is the album cover. I don't know what Nas was thinking with the album cover on here. The orange, the orange jumpsuit, like <laughs> he's like all all dressed out from head to toe, and an orange, uh, like the orange jumpsuit, standing on, like over the over the bridge. It looks like you see this the New York skyline in the background. It's interesting I'm, album cover choice, not for sure, but uh, but a uh, classic album has some of now the greatest songs on here, some of the greatest moments around this album, and. Uh, and it was in a, it came out in important time in important time in history it was in the middle one of the greatest rap beats of all time, but cre- one of the greatest rap uh, diss songs of all time. So stillmatic in number three. Now they're showing that he still had it in him. Uh, he, he was stillmatic. And then number 2 we'll have it was written. It was written. Now the second album uh, underrated, overlooked. I think it was written is right up there with Illmatic. It's just as good, just about, man. Um, great album. The Message, uh, I Gave You Power, great storytelling. That's one thing Nas is known for, storytelling. I think he's one of the best storytellers ever. Um, production here was very good for the most part. Uh, I think the reason it's, again, the reason it's um, overlooked is because it came out right after Illmatic and it was a different type of style for Nas. Illmatic was more his like uh, autobiography of rapping about the life that he saw growing up, and the in in Queens and, and the projects and just things that he witnessed, things that he learned his life up to that point. It was written with Nas being a more mafioso style, which is what you know. It was really popular in New York at that time with hip hop. This is the same year Reasonable down came out. This is just a year after only only Built for Cubellness came out. So that mafioso rap was was really taken off, and a lot of now this content is kind of in that that mafioso rap um, rap uh, genre there. And I think I rubbed people a little bit the wrong way. Didn't expect that, um, but looking back at it now, it is definitely a classic album. Um, I think lyrically it's probably better than Nomadic from a lyrical standpoint. Um, but uh, some of the, some songs are what, her you know, Illmatic was only 10 songs long. This was, this was 14 songs. So you had more room for error um, having four more songs on here. Um, so a song like, some of these songs are, you know, the one that are, there's not a bad song on here. This is why it's a classic, but I can see why, I mean, from top to bottom, it's not as cohesive as Illmatic was. So that's why it gets over, you know, overlooked but it's definitely a classic. It's, the high moments on here are just as good as anything on Illmatic. Like I said, I gave you power rapping from the perspective of a gun, something that a lot of people can't pull off, and Nas did. Um, Street Dreams. Uh, Street Dreams was good as a single. Taken in Blood, Nas is Coming, a uh, collaboration with Dr. Dre. Uh, I, Probably, I think Nas, if I'm not mistaken, was the first East Coast rapper to collab with Dr. Dre, especially at this time. This is right in the middle of the West versus East Coast um, war going on, so that was a big deal. Getting Dr. Dre to produce Nas a uh, Nas song at that time, very very huge deal. Affirmative Action with like the introduction to the firm for the most part with A. Z. and Foxy Brown, and you know. That whole, the whole uh, group there, um, the setup. Like, yeah, if I rule the world, of course. Classic song. I think this is, I think this is not highest selling album. I'm pretty sure. This is album maybe three or four times platinum went number one when it came out. Um, so, yeah, classic album. One of the one of the best. I think one of the best hip hop albums of all time. That doesn't get the respect it deserves a lot of times. And number one, of course, Illmatic. Uh, Not much more I can say about this. If you know about hip-hop, you know what Illmatic is. For people that don't know, let me explain to you guys. Illmatic is, I mean, I talked about it in the beginning a little bit, but Illmatic was so um, groundbreaking being that Nath was only like 19 years old when he wrote this album. And you hear the... level of lyricism on this album for a 19 year old kid to rap the way he was rapping now you see these these teenagers these 19 year olds rapping nowadays and it's all you don't understand what they're saying they're they're saying the same shit over and over this was a dude that was so far ahead of his time with his rapping ability at the 19 year old Um, again you know a perfect album a masterpiece New York State of Mind, Life's a Bitch, The World Is Yours. You, you know, all these tracks are are classic tracks. Um, Ten songs, forty minutes, um, perfect, perfect album. Production, uh, amazing. Had all the all the best producers in New York at that time worked on this? T J. Premier, Large Professor, uh, Pete Rock, Q Tip, and uh, they all they all did their thing. So. How much more I want to say about Omatic other than it's still arguably the greatest hip-hop album ever uh, everything about this album's iconic the track the track listing the, the 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 music on here the level of production on here um, it was influential that being that you can you know it it showed that you can make an album with different producers outside of your camp and put together great music and something cohesive and something well put together and, and amazing. And um, even, even the album cover with, uh, you know, Nods as a kid and the, the projects in the background. And, you know, that's an album cover that has been used uh, as influence. A lot of times you see Lil Wayne on the Carter Three, You can tell that I was influenced by O-Matic or uh, Biggie on Ready to Die. Um He's, yeah, it's, it's everything about that. This album is iconic. It, again, like I said in the beginning, it's a gift from the Chris for, the, for Nas because it it, uh, it set the it set the bar so high for him, and he he always tried to catch up to it. An and and he did. He did live up to that um, because he does have other great albums, and this discography Freak is overlooked because of this album. But but still, it's still a gift because every every year. And always, when it's like the anniversary of this album, it's always gonna, um, it's always gonna make um, make headlines and people are gonna talk about it. It's an album that'll live on forever. So <clears throat> there it is, and uh, that that's it. That is my my list of Nas albums ranked from worst to best. I'm doing third time doing this uh, again. Try to try to make it a little bit more educational and. For people that don't know, I'll talk about the artist more while also breaking down his albums. So I hope you, hope everyone enjoys. Um, see if I continue doing this. This is uh, a series I'm starting off here, and we'll catch you on the next one. Everybody else, everybody have a great day. Stay safe, and uh, see you later. Peace.